This is the Rush Life Podcast, where we talk about how youth sports impact our lives and the journey families take when their kids play youth soccer with your host, Richie Gray. Welcome to the Rush Life. Last Saturday was opening day for the 2021 season. Most of our teams were playing their first game in 183 days. That's pretty hard for me to believe, but time has been going by so fast since this pandemic started. We had some home games at both West Orange and NTC, so it was a good opportunity for me to see what the new normal looks like on game days. When I went out to West Orange, it looked a little bit different because the coaches were all wearing masks and there was no team benches or tents allowed on the player sidelines. But if I'm being honest, the spectator sidelines didn't look that different. I mean, there were some parents on the sidelines that were social distancing and wearing masks, but I would have to say that a lot of the parents were not. You know, this facility, it has signs all around the complex promoting social distancing and wearing personal protection. And we even mark the fields to encourage this behavior, both on the player sidelines as well as the spectator sidelines. But at the end of the day, West Orange is a public park and the leagues that these teams are playing in, they have recommendations versus mandates. And the adults that are the spectators that are on the sidelines, you know, they have the right to make their own choices. So it looked a little bit different, but it also looked kind of the same. Now at NTC, the games definitely look different because spectators weren't allowed on the fields. And I must say that the environment was very interesting without spectators. You see, last Thursday, the MLS Next program held a meeting to outline game day operations. Plus, they outlined their COVID protocols for the home teams that were hosting games. This league already has the highest standards of all the leagues on a normal day, and their COVID protocols are also the strictest as well. So whether you agree or disagree, the league has mandatory requirements that all clubs must follow in addition to their local regulations. One of the requirements is that the home club must provide a site safety officer and a check-in tent for every person that's entering the fields. We have to maintain and log an attendance list for contact tracing. So what that means is that all players, coaches, staff, trainers, referees, and spectators, anybody that's out there on the field, we have to log and keep track of who's on and off of those fields. In addition to that, Every person that's entering the fields must conduct a daily standardized screening assessment to ensure that no one who's feeling unwell is attending a training session or a match. Plus, everyone that's on the field, except for the players and the referees, they must be wearing a mask at all times. So as you can imagine, you know, just getting all the players, coaches, staff, you know, getting everyone checked in before the matches is a challenge all by itself. And you add to that all the spectators and then policing the sidelines to make sure everyone is wearing a mask. That's a lot to ask. So we decided that the spectators would have to watch the games from outside of the fence. Luckily for us, the north side of the NTC complex on fields one through three is elevated. And the spectators actually have good visibility of the game from a distance. Plus, We've already been restricting parents from being on the fields during training. So at least half of the spectators are somewhat used to not being allowed on the fields. 
And the way that we tried to manage expectations, not only for the spectators, but also the visiting teams and coaches was by creating a facility map that highlighted all the spectator areas, the home and away areas for warmups and all the other logistics. And then we emailed the clubs ahead of time and shared the map and the game day protocols with them. To meet our daily health assessment for our rush teams, we utilized our Team Snap Health Check feature. This is a great technology tool where all the players and coaches have to do is log into the daily event. They click on the health check and it goes through and asks them a series of five questions. They answer the questions, save it, and it logs all the players on the team as being checked in for the day. What we did for the visitors was we created a Google health form check. We asked the same questions that they ask on our team snap health check. And we emailed that over to the coaches ahead of time. This allowed for them to timestamp when their players did the health assessment. So we could verify that they checked in within eight hours of the game time. And we were able to compare the rosters to the health form and it made it pretty seamless to get the players and coaches out there onto the fields. We also use the same form for the referees and anybody that checked in on site. So by the time the game started, everybody on the field was verified as doing a daily health assessment. And we had a log of it between our team snap and our Google forms. So it was pretty seamless, worked out pretty good. Considering the short time frame that we had to put all this together, um, since we were notified on Thursday evening and we had to make it all happen by Saturday afternoon, I think that it was pretty good. And overall, I think the parents understood and appreciated what we were doing. It was um, it was pretty easy to manage getting the players on and off of the fields, which was nice. And at the end of the day, not having any spectators out on the fields may have been a, a blessing in disguise. The reason that I say this is because on Sunday, while the games were being played, I took the opportunity to watch objectively from the empty sidelines. And what I noticed when I was out there was that I thought all the players seemed to be more focused on the game. And the only voices that I could hear were the players talking to each other and the coaches directing the players. The players appeared to be listening to their coaches' directions. And listen, the coaches still had a lot of passion, but for the most part, they were given specific instructions and the players were responding. I thought it was great. Plus, when I looked out there, the referees were officiating the game versus managing um, spectators. You know, there was no friction between the ref and spectators. That's something that you see in a lot of the youth games. And it felt like everyone seemed more focused on their roles, the players, the coaches, and the referees. And when I walked along the side, listen, when there was a goal scored or somebody made a great save or a great play, the parents were cheering. So you heard the parents when things were happening. But for the most part, the there was no complaining about the calls. You, you know, you couldn't or if there was, you couldn't hear it from the fields. So I thought it was a really positive environment. And although we're going to be doing this through the fall season because of COVID, I think that this is something that we need to seriously look at as a club for all games moving forward, specifically on this facility, because parents still have visibility to the game. 
But having them at a distance, I think, creates a better environment for the players, the coaches, and the referees while the game is going on. Plus, the parents don't, you know, they don't get highly engaged with the officials or coaches or or making calls, or at least you can't hear it from the sidelines and the players aren't exposed to it. So I think that it's a good thing. We're going to continue to watch it. You know, we've only had five or six teams that have been able to experience this so far. It's only week one, but we will, you know, at the end of the day, we'll probably have about 20 teams that'll be playing out of this facility. And at some point in time, we'll survey the players and we'll survey the parents. And, you know, this is something that we may consider doing um, in the future. And listen, there's got to be some good things that come out of COVID. So hopefully this is one of them. Maybe we can create an environment that is win-win, for the parents, for the players, for the coaches, and the referees, and it's better for everyone that's involved. All right. Well, thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, please download, follow, and subscribe to make sure that you get the next episodes. Hopefully, I'll catch you again next week on another episode of The Rush Life, and I think that'll do it for now. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening to The Rush Life. To subscribe to the podcast, check out other episodes and keep up to date, head over to www.rushlife.club. And if you would like to learn more about Florida Rush Soccer, you can visit us on our website at www.floridarushsoccer.com.